Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is Friday, September the 14th, 2017, and we've got another Technical Alpha podcast for you. Episode 27 on the books. It's been a, a, a busy day. Just slamming from a from a sponsor stream with Mr. Black straight into the podcast. And uh, it went well. I think we pushed some product, Mr. Black. I think we... I think we got it to the masses. I think Bro, we won some Friday. people over. I know it's not Friday. That's not what I you know. said. I'm judging you right now. I said Thursday. No, I said Friday. I said Friday, didn't I? I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't did. listening. Oh my god. <laughs> it's Thursday. I need to go I need to go back to bed. How is it that for the podcast you're this loud and then when we were playing the game you were so quiet? No idea. That doesn't make any sense. Nothing's changed. We were in this. We were in Discord. Jeff just moves the knobs to fuck with you. <laughs> like he just waits for you to not be looking ago. and he turns them. <laughs> twenty minutes ago. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, but anyway, it's Thursday, September the fourteenth, twenty seventeen. It's technical alpha. My goodness, there we go. Oh, I didn't even fix my, uh, you know, it's a rough day when I'm more blue than Jeff. Mm. That's when, that's when, you know, it's, it's gotten real. We've got a good show for you guys this week. We've got, uh, as always, not like I'm ever going to tell you we have a bad show for you. Just as a heads up, but you know, I thought I'd just say it anyway, but we do, we've got, uh, we've got some, we've got some pretty good stuff for you lined up. Um, fair amount of stuff happened. This week, uh, thankfully, and uh, nothing last minute, and hopefully nothing happens tomorrow. <laughs> but I completely did not look at GameStop about. this week, as, uh, or GameSpot, because I was literally looking at it, it's like 14 articles, 12 about Destiny, I'm like, pass. Oh, dude, the Destiny, the Destiny 2, like, like the dick uh, sucking is ridiculous. article train, oh, it's nuts. It's not even well. It's not even that. It's, it's not, just eh, that they know that fair. everyone on the planet is looking for Destiny-related material, and so everyone is just cramming as much Destiny down your throat. Published times like five minutes apart. I'm like, guys, slow your roll. Yeah, Condense. exactly. Yeah, just ease it up a little bit there. You know, blow a hip. You're going too quick. Don't want to get too crazy. Uh, how are you doing this week, Mister Tabine? How are, how are you doing? I asked you this as your mouth is full of food just because I'm messing with you. It's like, can I eat um, when we're doing the podcast? Yeah, bro, it's cool. We have to live, too. It's all similar, good. <laughs> similar to you with construction. Um, for the past week or so, they've been building this bridge between the two buildings. Um, right. Each day, each day, they find new tools and new ways to create noise in ways I didn't thought or think were possible. So today Fantastic. was the... Uh, Today was the, we misaligned the bridge when we were putting it between the buildings, so we're going to jackhammer it into place, but the jackhammer is going to be connected on, like, the steel beam that sit, runs right underneath your desk. <laughs> so not only was I hearing it, I was, like, vibrating all day while they were fixing it. <laughs> That's amazing, but in the worst way possible. Mr. Black, I, I was just spending time with you not even a half an hour ago, but how are you doing today, sir? All right. Got a little bit of a headache. Yeah. Got a my Invisalign in there now, so, yeah. Oh, right. I forgot you went to go get that uh, that hooked up. You got the grill back. Got the grill back. 
Ah, oh, so if I sound like a little lispy, they said it'll take a couple days for you to get used to oh, it. Sure. But I've been, I've worn retainers before, so I'm just kind of, you know, oh, I'm yeah. just uncomfortable right now. That's all. Oh yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, understandable. And you always get the headache for like the first yeah. like week or so as your your mouth and everything's adjusting to it. Yeah. And how yeah. often do you have to do switch have... pieces out? Uh, every two weeks. Like every two three weeks. Yeah, oh. every two weeks, and it's going to take ten to twelve months. As long as I, that about uh, right. yeah, yeah, it, it's not that long. My teeth weren't that bad. I had braces before. I just didn't wear my retainer. So bottom, uh, bottom grill, I started to get a little bit of crowding, but I've always wanted to fix my overbite. And when I had braces before, I never wore the elastics. Like the doctor was like, you need to wear your elastics or your overbite is not going to be fixed. And I was like 21 years old. I was like, you know, fuck this shit. And then, like going into <laughs> the, the beginning hurts of when you put the rubber bands on, you're just like, yeah. Well, that's that, that that's what it was, right? And it just annoyed me. And then, like <laughs> you know, starting lag TV and stuff in front of the camera all the time, I'll, I just didn't want to wear the elastics. So, um, fortunately, I only have to wear the elastics for a month, and it's just one elastic, and I only have to wear it uh, when I sleep. So, because well, yeah, bad. pretty much my entire mouth was fixed years ago, and now we're just doing a touch up. And then uh, at the end, I'm just going to get permanent retainer, like the wires in the back of my teeth. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like a pretty common thing now. Yeah. Now that they're doing that, yeah, because they just realize that people don't use their retainers or they lose them or stuff. They happens, lose and they them, never get them again. So they're like, well, "Let's put the wire in." Well, that's what happened to me. Is like my one of my retainers broke, and um, I just never went. <laughs> I just never went back to get them, and I was like, "All right, yeah. fuck this, man. I'm just I'm going to get Invisalign again anyway. So whatever." So yeah, that's that was my day. Amazing, yeah. fantastic. I'm doing okay, other than you know, say like Panic said, he already knows construction, keeping the man down. They're taking their sweet time. I'm, I'm not joking. There might be three people out on that lot every day, maximum, and so they are. Uh, they're going to be got at that. Five for... people building our bridge at least, maybe seven. <laughs> it's like yeah, really? and there's a little little dinky bridge between them. <laughs> they really not care about getting that building down. Uh, they're not in any rush. They're milking. They're milking that that uh, you know that, that union uh, pay union money something fierce, and so they're just getting all they can out of it. But uh, but anyway, it'll it'll be nice, I guess, when it's all said and done. I just won't be alive for it. Uh, so I guess it is what it, I guess it is what it is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to our first topic of the day. Uh, shout outs to Panic for getting these topics again. Um, Overwatch. I read this actually. I didn't read like super deep into it uh, when I when I browsed past it, but uh, I guess Blizzard is spending a substantial amount of time trying to combat uh, the toxicity. That is growing in the community. Update specifically for this, like Jeff Kaplan got his production team and sat down in front of the camera, and he did one of those like full developer update videos specifically about this. Um, he didn't actually come out and even say it, but yeah, like um, pretty much it was him explaining that there's a reason why we can't have nice things, and it's because y'all are toxic as fuck. Pretty much. (laughs) And he started pointing out like specific examples of how they've had to like take developers off of other features that they've been really, really wanting to do to actually build features to handle the toxic players. So like 
all the new stuff that they're doing for like the faster response time, the reporting infrastructure, all the feedback, those things are taking time away from one stuff that they want to do. They want to add better, you know, spectator tools. They want to add like a better match history. They want to add more stats so that people can kind of track their stats. And they can't do that because they have to take devs away from those to be like, yeah, we need to build this other crap because people can't like handle it. So like one of the takeaways he kind of came back and said, he's like, look, we're not going to do what other shooters do and give like the trolls and the bad people, whoever their own space we're just going to find a way to keep you out of Overwatch. We don't want you here. And then on top of that, you know, it's kind of up to you as players to be better people and be more positive and create a positive environment. You know, we can spend time building tools, but it's not going to do anything we need to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel for them. Because there's a there's you know I guess somebody had to eventually do this do this where they're going to spend the time like the to create to tools Jesus to just f- yeah just flat keep the mode versus attempting to do what everyone else is doing and come up with ways of just putting these people in pens uh, to roll around with each other in the dirt uh, so I guess good on them but yeah it sucks because like they said they're taking time away from from other endeavors and it was inevitable like every time a new competitive game comes out no matter how much uh, people want to believe that it's going to forever be void of salt and and uh, you know and toxicity because when a new game comes out, not everyone's taking it too seriously yet. Everyone's still getting used to the the feel of the game, and and nobody's like so good that they feel bad whenever they lose. And then there's the honeymoon phase is over, and everyone wants to win. And if they don't win, then they're pissed. And then the toxicity level just slowly starts to bubble up from below the depths. And then you inevitably get stuff like League of Legends, where it's just I, in it's Overwatch. Brutal. I'm all right losing if the match was close and you know everyone kind of put in their effort. Like if we lose for whatever, that's fine. It's really annoying when people are like change class or I don't want to be a healer or they just leave, and that crap is just really, really friggin' frustrating. It's actually part of the reason I don't really play Overwatch that much anymore because I'd get into like the new season, I'd go to do my placements. And, like, every game I have someone leaving or someone raging and just, like, quitting or, you know, doing that. I'm like, now what? <laughs> I play silver again. Yeah, how's HOTS been? For, I guess we'll tie this in for HOTS for Jeff. He's another Blizzard product, and I'm sure they're going to try and, like, trickle this down into other products that, they're, that they, they have. They do what they do, do in HOTS in Overwatch. Like... Hot I don't yeah. think it's that bad. So Jeff, how's been it been for you? Because, yeah, you've been playing it pretty recently. It's pretty so how's that it's, been it's for you? Bad. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> or worse than Overwatch? I mean, I worse can even be Overwatch? part of the problem. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty bad. Like, here's the here's the reality of it. When you have a competitive game, so, like, when, when Blizzard comes out with this and you're, inf- you're, you're emphasizing competitive play, you're making these competitive leagues you're dumping this money in you have a uh an esport you're trying to inspire a bunch of you know young adults or kids to want to become pro players you have personalities that they latch to um and they want to they want to emulate their idols or they want to be that next big thing um and there's a lot of emphasis around moving up in rank and all this other stuff so when that happens people get angry because if you have somebody that's bad on their team, then 
you feel like they're robbing you of those points. And you know, as a player, if you lose one or two games, like in HOTS, if you lose one or two games, you understand that now that is going to be another three to four hours of playing, assuming that you win the next four to five games to get back, basically, to where you were previously. So it's not necessarily just getting mad at a teammate because they're bad or they don't want to be a teammate and they only want to do certain things, but it's the repercussions of that. It's the fact you lose so much shit and subconsciously you know what you're about to be into. Like last night, I fucking raged playing HOTS. Like straight up, I was mad. I've been carrying pretty much every game. I've been getting MV. I got four MVPs yesterday on games that we didn't even win. And those are not even including games we won. And I'm putting in the work. I'm trying to be a team player. I'm making calls. Nobody's listening. And people just want to do whatever themselves. And then towards the end of the day, like I played nine and a half hours and I got to my goal placement twice. And we all know that silver is fucking AIDS and a half. It is literally the. Anyway. I get to gold after finally getting really, really good with a couple of heroes, and I'm winning more than I'm losing. It's great. And I'm like, I'm not going to bed until I hit gold today, boys. This is the run. And I get to the placements twice. One of them, you get an AFK. Guy just straight up drops out of the game, doesn't give a fuck, then reconnects, then disconnects and reconnects. And then the other one, you get a, you get a dude on the team that's feeding nonstop, and then another guy, I'm trying to calm him down, another guy starts raging, and then everybody starts raging. And so it gets to the point, like, yesterday I smashed my keyboard about as hard as I could three or four times over, and it wasn't because I'm so angry at my teammates. It's the fact that I know that now that I've lost that game, I am now going to have to play for another two hours, and I have to win those games in order to get back to where I was. And of course, if I win the next game, I'm two points away from being put into my promo game, so now that forces me to play another one, which is playing like roulette on fucking Hero Hero League, and it's just, that's what's infuriating. That's why people get mad, is because when you lose, you lose. And the worst part about it is, is in HOTS... It's such a casual fuckboy friendly game that you can't even <laughs> you can't even hyper carry and take your shitty teams to victory because they want to make it as casual and as non league leg- legends and as non toxic as possible. But that actually frustrates really good players or players that are at least competent that can't get the final product and that and that is win. And so it kind of shoots itself but- in the foot. I feel like for the placements, and for heroes, I think this would be great, especially since this is a casual game. I feel like if you get to the point where it's like, hey, we're putting you into your promo game, they should be like, if you win, you're promoted. If you lose, you got one more shot. We'll give you another, we'll give you, you won't lose any points. We're going to give you another shot at the promo match. If you win this one, you're in. I feel like they should just do that and just kind of give that chance to you. It's the problem. If you get that bad game. The problem is, is they make a super competitive game that, People bring casual down, and then they bring the casual fan base in. So they get a, an an uber competitive game, and you can't tell me for a second that uh, o- uh, Overwatch is not competitive or oh, or Hots. I mean, yeah. they're competitive games. There's leagues. There's money. There's there's everything involved in it. And then you just say, hey, you know what? To all you casual fuckboys, 
that work nine to five and you're just tired at the end of the day and you just want to unwind. But hey, we're going to chuck you in with the fucking guys that are grinding eight to ten no, hours got, a day. Those guys got to play quick play. And those then, guys got to play quick play. That's and then the way they I see play. It. And there's nothing wrong with them having fun. But the problem yep. is they don't care. They're not. They're not invested. They're not yep. committed. They haven't. They haven't sacrificed all that time and effort into the game. And I come off sounding like a fucking whiny bitch because I can't. It's like, oh my god, Jimmy, can't win video games. Well, dude, it's a competitive game. Eat my asshole. It's it's like it's like the the major leagues allowing their fuckboy fans to come and play on the field with them. And then you're going, why in the fuck are you our, our starting pitcher when you can't chuck more than fifty fucking kilometers an hour? You're just you're just lobbing the ball in for people to hit home runs. What the fuck? Go to the, like the little league. There should be levels to this shit. So that's that's where I get mad. It's just dumb. Yeah, well, I mean, that's where the toxicity ends up coming from, is that everyone is trying to be the next god, and, and there, like you said, there's a lot of emphasis, and, and ultimately, everyone gets salty and, and places blame on teammates and stuff because, like you said, again, there's a, a big downside to losing just a very small subset of games whereby you have to play another several hours to get back to where you were, uh, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate and, and it doesn't, you know, it also, there's the culture of, uh, of, well, if you were, if you were, uh, a platinum player, you'd be in platinum or if you were a gold player, you'd be a gold in gold or if you were diamond, you'd be in diamond. And, and the, the, the stance that I've always, that I've always had about any game like this is that if you're, if you're, let's say you are a, a platinum level player which is about in overwatch platinum is about the you're in the top 45 ish percentile i think the last time i checked is roughly it like 50 percent of the population is in is in platinum uh if you're if you're if you're in like some sort of silver situation and you're trying to get into gold you need to be like if you you're the be, one you person platinum, if you're the much. one person on the team because people will say you need to carry yourself out then you need to be minimum like three leagues ahead of everyone yeah. else to be able to perform at the level that's enough to carry yourself just that one extra league it's like a 3 to 1 ratio it's kind of crazy and it does. It 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 upsets people. Oh, but and, Adam, and you get these. But Adam, I watched I watched three streamers this week do a bronze to grandmasters. Why is it that <laughs> they can do it? You know, all you need to do is just get better, brah. Just play like a play like a tank and carry, man. Just split push, brah. I fucking hate that shit, dude. It's like, oh, what is, oh, but- oh, you watched a guy that dedicated his life to playing the game. Ten hours a day for the last four years, and who has been GM seven times, go from bronze to fucking masters. Oh, I wonder why you don't fucking say. Oh, yeah, it is. It's it's pretty silly. You know what, Blizzard? Good silly. luck. Have fun trying to clean up the toxicity. All right, that it. You know what? Toxicity and esports—they just the go hand in hand. They just go hand in hand. That's it. That's just the show. There's nothing you can do to stop it. There's nothing. There's nothing. Trust me. But it's going to be there Jeff, always. What if? What if they were just trying to keep all of the toxicity in the chat levels down and then everyone complains about free speech? Segue into PewDiePie. Let's go. There you go. Free speech. Mm. 
Are we talking about? I think that's is, how you is race, you know, I think racist, that's how you spell PewDiePie. Is racist? Yeah, I comment? guess that's it's 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 in the list. I feel so. like I feel like this is what like strike twenty <laughs> for him or something. Uh, like, well, I don't even. You know, the thing is, is PewDiePie's never really done anything overly controversial. Like people just kind of pick, a lot of stuff, man. Well, I don't know. I you know him well, the, him the, dropping the, the M bomb. Okay, that right there is going to make headlines. But the whole well, Nazi thing—that's just some fucking, you know, just some internet trolls. You know, he's made a couple of jokes of uh, uh, like being racist, almost like you know uh, the black kids. They were saying about a black kids in a starving world, or I don't know what kind of joke it was, or whatever. But how many times have Adam and I made? Uh, kind of racist-like comments, or when I call you Mr. Popo or some shit like that, we all know it's a joke. It just so happens that when there, are, when you have you know 20 million subscribers and anybody is looking for a reason to make headlines, they're going to go ahead and blow shit out of proportion. If if Adam and I were uber famous, can you imagine the type of shit that would have went on the internet and the headlines that would have been made over some of the comments that we would that we've made over the years? I don't think PewDiePie has well, ever I mean, done anything overly bad. I think this right here is definitely, you know, I I think it's the worst. I, I mean, I mean it's a toss up. <laughs> Because I mean the the thing that you talked about the not the quote unquote Nazi thing it was just he was getting labeled a Nazi for the situation as it unfolded. If now please correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it was a let's find out. It was like a it was like a let's find out how far we can take like Fiverr or whatever. Like uh, and and he he requested somebody write like yeah. was it death to all jews or something like that on a sign yep. and then they they and two people from what looked to be the middle of nowhereville totally did it yeah. and his reaction video was was obviously in regards to holy shit somebody actually did this as requested you know that's that's going to go over poorly no matter how you frame that if you if you like I get what he's getting at. Uh, I think I think as soon as it happened, all he needed to do was maybe not show that it actually happened. Just be like, you know what, guys, I'm gonna let that one happened. go. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show you because that's kind of fucked up. But it totally happened. Somebody was crazy enough to do it, but I can't, you know, because it's sensible to not show this. Let's avoid it. And instead, he showed it, and of course. That is the craziest shit I've heard a YouTuber do in a long time. He actually requested somebody to put death to all Jews on a piece of paper in a video. And he, like, did he expect that to not go over poorly? I, I don't know. But then this crops up, what, like, several months later. Uh, and this he is actually, a different thing um, entirely, though. Well, the Wall Street Journal actually ended up doing an article. And they went back and analyzed his other videos. And again, yeah, this kind of goes to what Jeff was saying earlier. People will find things where you've set off color things, but they pretty much came out and said um, he's done like anti-Semitic and you know anti-Jewish things, like on his videos with like imagery and actually saying things, probably about ten times in the past year. Um, and that was before this the, the Nazi incident, like a couple of months ago. So, like, he's already been kind of on thin ice because that one didn't go over well with a lot of the business folks. So he <laughs> lost a lot of deals. But then, like, this one just straight happened. And, like, people were pissed because, one, that was just like, why out of every, you know, it was PUBG, you got mad. Like, why would you go to that line out of all these other things you could say? Like, that's you what you went to. You have all these words in English and you chose and that's this what you flavor. Went with? 
Like that that's <laughs> what that's where your first thought for anger was. Like yeah. that word. Well, I mean, so, I that's, that's why it's different. I mean, he yeah. he came out he came out with the video saying sorry like for, today, for what he did. Um, you know, I I get it. Like, and I'm not gonna, I'm not trying not to you know defend PewDiePie. I don't give a fuck about PewDiePie. And he dropped an end bomb of all things, and I'm the fucking only black guy here. So you know, I should be the most <laughs> offended. But the reality of it is, is I've heard a lot of my white friends drop end bombs. Uh, either mistakenly around me and realized I was there or, you know, just jokingly said it or whatever. And it's usually in that context of playing a video game and dropping an N-bomb. And let's be real, you hear N-bombs on player unknown. It, if you ha- if you ha- all the time, it's endless. It's more than making fun of Jews. It's more than making fun of... It's more than all of it. It's just N-bomb after N-bomb after N-bomb. And sometimes you just, it's what you're used to hearing and it just comes out. It just says it. Obviously, he made a mistake and it was stupid for him to say it in in his, it's stupid for anybody to say it. But for him, somebody that as big as he is, uh, and it was already under enough scrutiny from all the other things that that we've talked about, uh, he really needed to watch what he was saying and he fucked up. I mean, that, you know, he, he straight up fucked up. But let's be real, you know, everybody has said things um, that may come off ignorant or racist or whatever. I mean, I'll go ahead and plead the fifth. Uh, you know, it's just the way it is. But do I think he's racist? No. Do I think no. he hates Jews? No. No. Um, no. I don't. And, and, um, you know, and do I know him personally? No. For all I know, he might. I, I but I highly, highly doubt it. It's just part of the culture. It's just the reality of it. But when you're in the spotlight, you really can't be saying those things in public, especially when you're dealing with brands uh, and at the level that he's at. He fucked up. I'm not going to sit here and defend him, but in no way, shape, or form, am I going to call him a racist or someone that no. hates all Jews? I mean, that's ridiculous. You know, that's. And the, and, the, and the topic that, that immediately comes up when anyone in PewDiePie's position, it doesn't have to be a YouTuber, this could have been anyone in, in a public position at the level of PewDiePie, and there's a whole bunch of people that could have done the same thing, and have in the past. Yeah. This is not the first time yeah. somebody's been caught with their pants down saying something that they shouldn't say, specifically, you know, dropping an N-bombs is said, not really... we said rape on a, on yeah. a cast, and they made a yeah. big fucking deal about it. You and know it what went, I mean? And it went crazy about it, yeah. Exactly. So it's... it's just ridiculous, it's, you know? It, it, it is. Now, the, 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 the conversation that comes up then is, um, you know, people ask, you know, where's the line? Why can't we say this word? Uh, why, why are we giving this... The, 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 usually it's under the guise of why are we giving this word so much power still... Why, you know, why does it really matter? Why are you getting offended? You choose to be offended. Why? It's not my problem you got offended. I'm going to try that next time I'm in a, yeah, like, pretty, at a convention. And next time I'm in a convention uh, and I'm just standing around, I'm just going to punch a dude in the throat randomly. Just full on, just just a couple of times right in the Adam's apple. And when he's collapsed on the ground trying to gasp for breath, I'm going to say, Look, you chose to feel pain. I'm sorry that it happened. I really do apologize, but you know, I I just did something that so happened to hurt you. But you chose to be hurt. Uh, I I do apologize. <laughs> my bad. It's my bad. Uh, it's 
you know, it's it's a stupid thing to say. It's weird. I don't get it because there there's a subset of words, and and the N word is one of them, where where people are so compelled to want to be able to use it freely out of appropriate context. I and I it must be because of taboo, but at the same time, uh, it, it just doesn't make any any sense to me. There's no relevance for them to use it. They don't even want to use it in its appropriate context. They want to turn it into an expletive. Yeah, but they don't want to say totally it around me. Right? They don't want to say because they well, know no, of course because not. they know it's wrong. They understand the con. They understand of it. it. Yeah, but but it's it's just a dumb argument. Some people are like, yeah, I agree. Some a lot of people these days are overly sensitive to to things, and with the internet, people can voice their opinion usually anonymously. There's a lot of witch hunts that happen. You know that uh, that much I understand, but for somebody to go, oh, it's freedom of speech, I can say whatever I want. Well, that's true, but you're still a fucking asshole for saying it. And if if yeah. you, if if somebody calls you an asshole for dropping an n bomb, you got to own that. Be like, you know what? That you know what? Even though it is freedom of speech, and and slavery happened a long time ago, and you know, get over it, blacks. You know, Obama was in office. Everybody's got equal <laughs> rights. Black, you know, Black Lives Matter. Get over yourself. You know, even if they have that st- uh, that that approach, it still makes you an inconsiderate prick. You're just a it's fucking really, idiot. At the, at the end of the day, so what is it like? like you've panic got said thousands the beginning, of word. You have thousands. At the of end words. of the day, you English has so many words, yeah. and the and, best and words, just the best, the best words. So many amazing words, and and why you need to choose or want to use this one. Uh, historically significant racially charged word is beyond me. I don't get why it's so necessary when you know if there's a chance that you're going to hurt somebody. This isn't, this isn't, oops, I accidentally didn't use the right pronoun for you and you want to be an Apache helicopter type shit. This isn't a university safe zone social justice warrior topic. This is, this is a deeply rooted word like in other places of the world there are other words or hand gestures or various other things that you don't do that you can get away with in north america it's like i hear europeans all the time say over here the black people don't give a shit you say it all day well congratulations guess what you're in a totally fucking different geographic location with a totally fucking different different history Yes, there would have been slave and everything else, but guess what? When you are in different places in the world, shit plays out differently, believe it or not. It's a little scary of a situation to try and comprehend, I know, but shit is different in different places in the world. If I give you the thumbs up in some places in the world, I'm about to lose my hand. Am I going to go to their house and complain about their fucking rules? No, of course not. If you're walking around with, you know, some... Some red clothes on, and you're in a oh crip area. God. Well, there's going to be repercussions for you going in and doing that. You got to understand your surroundings, and you got to understand that different things don't fly in different different areas. But let's be real here: it doesn't matter if you're from the UK, if you're in Africa, if you're here in Canada. Saying the N word is just not cool in any way, shape, or form. And I don't care yeah, where no you're reason. from; you just don't use it. I mean, I'm black, and I don't go around dropping N bombs. I just don't do it. It's just something that we that it's just it, it is what it is. It's like going around and 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 calling Asian people uh, racist words or or you know calling um it's it's like calling any group of 
of of some kind of ethnicity the most negative word you can possible and i think the n word is is just like the the most it's a lightning uh, rod yeah it is and it people is. people understand uh the the history most people do and they also it's also a way of 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 thinking that you're you're better than when you when you call someone an n word it's almost like you're looking down on them like they're the fucking like you're 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 lower than me you're scum you're whatever right it's this the lowest of low it's like calling someone a pleb right it's like oh you're a pleb well you know it is what it is but that's what i'm saying is like when people say that word to other people it's usually negatively charged there's no there's no like oh i just said it because other people think it's cool when pewdiepie said it he obviously meant it in a negative way he understood that it was a negative thing that's why he called him the end that's why he dropped the end bomb on him because it's the worst type of word and and meaning that you could throw at somebody um that he could think of on the spot and whether he says it often in his regular life which i believe he probably does likely around his white friends um then you know maybe that's something that is laughed about and cool i mean i know many of white people that say that they drop n-bombs around their other white friends all the time and they laugh about it and it's just is but when they're around me they won't dare say it and it's not because they're scared i'd be like i'd hit them or some shit it's just out of respect they're just because they know the the weight of the word so yeah PewDiePie's people, an idiot. when <laughs> whenever this comes up whenever this comes up people immediately people run the fucking gamut so quick it rockets like people will take okay well we can't say you don't want us to say that so that means uh, that yeah. we can't say yeah. and then they bring oh, out this God. fucking and they're like that, well that i might thing. as well yeah. I might as well just, you know, only use the Queen's English yeah. and I can't talk about anything else. Like, fuck, shut the fuck up. All right. Listen, I just told you to shut the fuck up. You're offended. Congratulations. It's the same. You see where we're going with this? Shut the fuck up. There is not a huge list of words, phrases, things you do culturally. It's actually a pretty straightforward list and you all already know it living in the fucking society that you've been in likely your entire lives. It's not complicated. You just want to get away with whatever you want to be able to say it and then put the blame on somebody else for getting upset Mm -hmm. and have zero fucking consequences. Mm -hmm. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequence. If, and, and then uh, the next thing you that comes up is the hell you oh, want. Well, but if you get slapped oh, for it, that's on you. Then that's and your then own fucking fault. And it's on the other guy for slapping yeah. you too. It's, you know, it's on it's the other exactly. guy for slapping now you if, too. Now if PewDiePie's walking down the street and some black dude fucking decks him, well, that's what you get, my man. I mean, you 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 know, it is what it is. But then the next, then the next thing that comes up is, oh my goodness! Well, now you guys are pro censorship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're not pro censorship either because self censorship and censorship censorship are two totally different things one is called not being a cocksucker the other one is called your government and other bodies that control you sucker absolutely nothing i do it every second tuesday you got a problem with gays no they don't all sound like that either (laughs) a lot of them do um, yeah uh but the thing is there's a difference between self-censoring to be just a generally like what is wrong with not you don't need to be wanting edgy. with not wanting to say or do something that in situations 
will offend or possibly hurt someone. They might not even tell you that it does, but what is the problem with checking yourself at the door? There is a difference. Nobody's taking you to jail for saying this shit. You can say it all you want. The government is not leaning over top of you and saying, the moment you say this list of words, get out of here. Just the same as, as the government isn't saying you can't come out and speak against us. That would be censorship as well as the government controlling what the media is actually so, allowed to So let me spin this a portray. little bit. Let me spin this a little bit. So for PewDiePie, right? We yeah. now he's he's a comedian. I mean, PewDiePie is a comedian. And you know what? I actually find PewDiePie pretty funny. Over the last couple of years, I have watched a few of his videos and the guy does have a sense of humor. Um, you know, his comedic timings are usually pretty good. The you know, the way he edits his videos pretty good. Um, the guy, the guy warns his, his, his audience, you know, he, he's kind of perfected his craft. He knows his niche. Now there are a lot of, uh, there, there are a lot of comedians out there that do push the envelope that do use very racist, um, sexist, uh, you name it. And people will sit there and they'll laugh. And yet, uh, when a special comes out, I mean, you even look at Dave Chappelle uh, on his whole thing with uh, uh, the you know transgender, uh, the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing. You know, he went very dark, um, almost to the point where you don't know if you should laugh or not. Um, you, you, you know, you find you find the joke funny, but you also know it's it's very rude. Uh, and and there are a lot of people out there that are not going to like it now. Do do we use the same sort of uh, agreement, unspoken agreement, with comedians as, say, a comedic YouTuber, where a comedic YouTuber can say sort of the same things as a comedian would? And although some comedians, you know, Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock... Uh, you know there are there are comedians out there that really push the envelope, and some of them do warrant and do get negative press on some of the things they say. But generally speaking, uh, it's it's like a free pass. So I think the what context is the, matters, though. See, there's because a difference like, here. Yeah, PewDiePie like just pulls stage, this out. Doing, yeah, he's like a comedian. All those guys, you know, they're doing a show. They have a set thing. They're they're trying to do. They have some flow of commentary that they're trying to elicit. They're going for it. You know, that's very different from a heat of the moment, dro- uh, you know, dropping of a yep. word. It's also very different from uh, if you just use it in casual conversation. So, yep. you know, all those things signify different things, I think. You know, so, yep. yeah, we kind of give a comedian slack because, yeah, they're on stage. They're trying to do something in a certain way. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe, you know, we'll let it go a bit versus, you know, what did you just say? Like, yeah. Yeah. Look, people use context for their for their vernacular on a daily yep. basis. Yep. You talk most people talk to their parents differently than they talk to their friends. They talk differently to their colleagues at work than they do uh in in other social circles. They sure as well, sure as hell talk very differently 9 times out of 10 to their bosses than they would in other places. Uh they speak Again, usually you can't say everyone does, but usually people will also speak in open public places in uh, a different language set than than they would elsewhere. And so people already operate within these bounds because they understand that there are things that you 
you know, whether whether or not you want to believe it, should or shouldn't say certain things or behave in certain ways. You don't throw a fucking hissy fit in the middle of a mall as a grown ass person because that's that's it's culturally inappropriate for where you are to do that. Does it stop people from doing it? No, but it's context and I, I so I just never understand why I don't get it about yeah about this this specific word. Mm-hmm. It exists for other words in other places. It exists for some other words here as well. But this one is by far the most uh, charged and heated Mm -hmm. on both sides. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, again, I don't understand. Because again, when when this comes up, it's like if I look in chat right now, people are talking about, oh, well, we can't say retard anymore. Or, oh, we can't say this or that anymore. And everyone's a marshmallow now. And, oh, everyone's just... Uh, soft little fucking, uh, you know, snowflake and, and everyone needs their own special little hiding place with the blanket and the flashlight to keep them safe at night. Like the, the stretch is so fucking strong. Nobody is, is there are people. Okay. I understand this. There are people that will go out of their way to find ways to be offended and feel victimized. They are mentally too far on both sides. They, they are mentally ill. They are looking for that. They seek it out because they are also looking for attention. The problem normal. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say the problem with exactly what you're saying is we've gotten to the point where all communication is so wide open that you've got the spectrum of people who just want to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Be as offensive as they want to say, and they don't give a fuck matching up with the people who are just looking for a reason get offended and now it's gotten to the point where they're always running into each other and now it's it's pretty much like a giant powder gag that's constantly exploding because you have people who are like looking they're they they have the match and they're trying to find something to make explode and you've got all the powder kegs walking around being like i need to find a match where's the fucking match and they're all just trying to run around into each other yeah it's but i understand that those people exist but but don't 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 just because it people are asking you to check yourself on very hyper specific situations and words. It's like don't pull your dick out in public. You shouldn't do that. Can you? Yes. There are still repercussions for doing it. Nobody is likely to shoot you for it, but you can totally do it. It's probably not going to end well for you, but don't fucking take your dick out in public. There's a small set of words that you should also probably not say, not because you're going to get taken to jail or fined for it necessarily, but because we're just asking you to try and be at least a little just bit. Just be a human. Just be, just a, human. be a little just bit. Be compassionate and be just, respectful yeah, exactly. of, your, of, of just, your people around you. You're not the only person that exists. You're like, not the get only out of your person. your goddamn fucking circle. Like, that's exactly. just the way it is. Like, get over yourself, man. Like, you're actually like, not as important you, as you think you are. You know, just take like, a chill. Do whatever you want at home in the comfort of your own home. Yeah. When you leave that front door, unless you live in the middle of fucking nowhere, understand that you are in a society. There are a lot of people, and it is a wide range, and the internet has brought forth a whole hell of a lot of vocal minorities that have gone ape shit over some of the weirdest stuff. But you have to understand that there is a lot of things that have been around for a long time that are likely to never be, no matter how much you want them to be, okay outside of your front door and that's cool 
you have to live with the fact that you're living in a place like that and and fighting against it instead of just saying, look, you know, if this was something that that wasn't hurting anyone and you're still getting told not to do it, then that's kind of, yeah, okay, you have an argument. Somebody is going to legitimately get upset with certain things. Just understand that. It doesn't make them that doesn't make them a bitch or a whiner. If I I am I am look at me. Okay? Look, see this right here? I am at the height of privilege. I am I am I am a million dollars short of the highest privilege. I am I'm about 98% there. I'm so close to the highest privilege possible. I even get offended when people use that word because I know that it hurts other people that I know. And it just doesn't make sense. If I was in a in a racial group uh, that went through uh, and it's not like this happened fucking 60 million years ago. This it's shit was like ago. 70 yeah. years ago yeah. for Christ. My grandparents. Really, literally my grandparents. Like, we're talking a generation. Or, if even. Yeah, at yeah. best. It's still going. We're not still going. going. We're not, we're not reaching into the, into the, into the depths of human, you know, history here. Yeah. And, 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 and so to understand that we're not that far removed, just, I don't get I could talk about it all day, but I can't. It's like it's like trying to understand the the universe. It's like it's so I'm it's gonna, so I'm the gonna... stupidity is as vast and is and is and is full and yet also empty as the fucking universe. And I'll never be able to wrap my head around it because it you can't understand it all. Because at the end, it's so simple. It's complicated. It's so simple as don't be an asshole. Just don't. So we were, um, we were, um, this is, this happened like maybe three years ago, if even. Like, two of my best friends and I are out. One of them's black, one of them's white, like super white and, you know, black. Um, we're at is a bar. Half black or full black? No, full black. Oh, yeah, he's purple. He's purple. Yeah. Um, and we're standing at the bar. I'm like, it's in triangle formation. I'm like away from, and literally, uh, my, my black friend was whining about something or another, and my white friend just goes, God, Amir, you are such a nagger, N-A-G-G-E-R, because Amir was just complaining and nagging, and out of nowhere, I just see, like, his hand go up and just, like, straight up, like, open hand and slap <laughs> across the face on my white friend saying, you do not get to say that word, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, get slapped. And then my, my friend is just stunned. He's just like, what just happened? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he heard something else than what you said. And Amir's like, <laughs> and Amir just turns to me. He's like, what did he say? I'm like, that was definitely with an A and not an I. And he was just like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. Sorry, man. I heard something else. But, man, you got to be careful with that. You don't want to say that. That's like messed up, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's yeah. like again, we were ha- well, we were all having fun. It's all of a sudden, it just changed the entire time. I was just like, "Oh my god!" You know, it's 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 touchy, and I don't want this podcast yeah. to, to turn into into you know one of these conversations. But you know, yeah. for for the for those that that go whatever, you know, being unless you are black, you don't really you you, you don't uh, like, like listen like. like like Adam said it perfectly. You know, like he he he's. He he is privileged. I mean, I'm privileged, and I'm black. You know, we li- we're all very privileged, but there is a cultural thing. And when you grow up black, um, especially since slavery and uh, even just uh, same opportunity, 
uh, it hasn't been that long since it was an issue. And coming from a family where half of my family's white, half of my family's black, racism even stemmed in my family. You know, a lot of people don't know that my mom was kicked out of her place because she was pregnant with a black child. And so my grandmother was very racist. And so, you know, it's and obviously things have changed, you know, uh, ways of thinking are different. The the world has changed, Uh, obviously became educated. Most people just kind of grow up that way. You know, racism is taught. It's it's you're not born racist, but it's it's one of those things where when when most black people have dealt with racism in some way, you know, whether through schooling and bullying, usually that's what you're picked on. And so when you drop something like that, even though I could be around white people or I could hear PewDiePie say something like that in a negative context um, you know, even if PewDiePie was my friend and he dropped an N-bomb down here, would I have the same reaction? Probably not. I'd, he, he would know. He'd probably look at me and try and wait for a reaction like, okay, is Jeff going to get mad at me or is he just going to kind of laugh this one off? Chances are I'd laugh it off because I, I would under, I would know that he's not racist and it was it's one of those things that slipped out and it you is what it context. is. I get the context. But – when you do say something like that in the public, and there are a lot of black people and white people um, that understand the struggle and a black person that has gone through it and that that word has been been dealt in a negative way so many times, uh, that's why we get offended and that's why there there is there is that backlash and 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 you know what like it is what it is you, you don't need to be black to understand it's a bad word but a lot of white people go well it's freedom of speech why why would you get angry you know why do you think it's okay uh for 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 you to say certain things but but I can't say this and it's, it's mainly not a, it's just it's not even a matter of what it's you just can because say, it's what you should it's say it's what you should and shouldn't say and you can say that about anything uh really but when it comes to something like that, you gotta you gotta at least have compassion, understand why people would be upset, even because you you don't live in that skin, you you haven't gone through that. Your parents may not, or your grandparents, or your great grandparents. And trust me, within the black community, it is a very it's a, it's a brotherhood. You know, it's one of those things where I I'll even be at the mall and I will see another black person. And we'll give each other a nod, and it's not because yeah. it's not because uh, we're we're on the same team or you know whatever. It's a mutual spec thing. It's it's a cultural thing. It's it's um it's it's a black. It's just it's hard to explain, and it's it's ingrained in us and the way we're brought up that it's when whenever somebody attacks that you're attacking even if you're attacking somebody else we take offense to it because we feel as though we're a community and we have to stick together because of what we've gone through and you know well, what part from, of that is part of it is we also have to get over history a little bit more we don't have to forget about it but a lot of black people also 
um, they 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 do wear their heart on their sleeve, and they do automatically feel like everyone is against them, or you know, the white man's trying to take you out, which isn't necessarily the case. I mean, bad people are going to do bad things on all sides of the spectrum, but but when well, it comes to being yes. black, it's 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 a culture thing. It's it's how we feel, and uh, and when you take attack at one person, you're taking it, you're you're shooting it right at me. Essentially, well, you guys kind of have to take it that way if you think about it in like the long, if you think about it in the long scale of things, because again, like Black history on this hemisphere, it that's what it is. That you guys pretty much were robbed from like a line in history of what your past was. So anything that happens now is kind of in a collective affront, of course. To you guys course. as a race, I mean, yeah, so, you it, know, it's and, true. and people don't understand that they're like, oh, they should get over. I'm like. Well, really, it's like it's, it's like Native been, Americans, yeah, right? Long. It's yeah. it's like with Native Americans where they go, oh, well, why is it that that these Native Americans don't have to pay tax? You know, get over it. Yeah. This happened a long time ago, and you and you look at them and go, are you are you really that ignorant? <laughs> they're and that still fucking they're still stupid? having problems because yeah. of what happened. Oh, it's are, bad. And, and you just look at it, and and at that point, you you almost can't get mad because. The, you under, you got to understand that that person's just fucking stupid and uneducated, and there's nothing that we could say or rant about that, that will change their, their way of thinking because that's just the way it is, and that's that's just a belief system that the way that people are brought up or the, the you know they 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 feel they're just insecure about themselves and and they have to lash out in some way. It's sort of the same the same kind of thing. You know, I when I see somebody that's Native American, and usually they 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 love their culture, they they wear it on their sleeves. And when they see other natives, it's the same thing. You know, you 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 ask about tribes, you you talk about there's groups and gatherings and things like that. Do white people have like white gatherings? Is there, is there like a fucking, you know, you know, KKK. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they do for those, but I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Like, is there festivals where white people get together? There's no festival for white people who are like, yeah, we're awesome. They wear, they wear their, you know, their, their fucking, their golf get up. Someone actually used that argument on me. It's like, just why ridiculous. is there no why is there no white history month? I'm like, bro, it's all white history month all the time. So it's like, it's it's one of those things that is just cultural thing where, you know, yeah. we're a minority. And, and to some extent, we do feel uh, on the outskirts kind of looking in and, and, and we've got a chip on our shoulder. We have to work extra hard to get what the white privilege has. And I know that. I don't. I don't use those things because I, I. I have as much of an opportunity in life as what Adam does or what Tabeen does. It's what I decide to do with it. Am I going to go and make those excuses? Am I going to go and and use history as a way for, for to to hold back my progression? Absolutely not. But there are some people that have just been brought up that way, and it's and it's hard to to remove that way of thinking from anybody. You know, it's just. How it is? I think they at the end, of the, the end of the day, of society just, owes me something for what they did. It, exactly, and that's a, that's not a good way to go about things. You know, yeah. you can take a nod to it. You can you can recognize what like, happened. Yeah, happened. Just keep going. But it, but just keep pushing forward because you know the more you cry about it, there ain't nobody going to change the way the world works for you. Just go out and get it done. So it is what it is. <laughs> it is. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I just find. I just find uh, almost humor in how much it's it's just stretched 
and how many different places. And it's always when it's this word and then how much stuff comes up and, you know, the, the slippery slope of, well, soon we won't be, well, you know, everything's going to be taken away from us. We won't be able to say anything. And it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's mad, it's madness. It actually angers me. I know. Like, it, know. it, it, it frustrates me because I can't understand how somebody is so desperate to put so much energy into wanting to be able to use this singular word that adds no value to their life, no value to their, to their vocabulary, uh, in, 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 in any way, shape or form, but is also widely rebels, known to the, be the rebels. a, a derogatory and horrible racially history. The, the rebels. Everything. Hey, I need a machine gun Everything. that can shoot a hundred bullets for in fucking five Edgy. seconds. The bears, I don't give Jeff. a fuck. Yeah, the bears. just in case a bear comes, it's my right. I want to have. You. I want to have this gun. It's my right. Who gives a fuck about what the repercussions of a couple of mad people in the world? I want it. It's my right. It's the way. It's the <laughs> same thinking. It's there's yeah. there's there. But there is no there's no convincing that person. They're set in their ways, and all we can do is just go and have compassion and just say, you know what, you do your thing. That's it. That that's just how it is, man. That's how it is. Anyway, let's move on. Let's get to some gaming shit. All right, real, real quick, real quick correction. Canada absolutely have had slaves, so you might, if you, if you think that Canada didn't have slaves, you might also be the person that thinks we have a president. And I apologize for your ignorance. <laughs> uh, Wait, your but, president's uh, not Trump. Yeah, our president, <laughs> our, our president, uh, our, our our president Tim Horton Poutine. Although our uh, prime minister is kind of a doofus too, so it is what it is. Yeah, I'd take him any day, though. I would. Yeah. <laughs> What's up next, sir? A long list that we could avoid. We're doing quite well up here. What's next? Uh, hey, EVE Online. Another thing happened in EVE Online so that the world will talk about it for, like, the next, you know, three days, and then it will go away again. Uh, so once in a while, crazy shit happens in EVE, and it reminds everyone that EVE is possibly... The greatest game ever made, if only because of what happens within Eve. Uh, so another major heist happened. Lord knows how long this took to actually come to fruition. But Panic, do you know? Yeah, I read. Okay, so just details? to kind of give you guys some history, Eve is an MMO that's very old. It's one of the oldest MMOs. It's still got a very large following, but the big thing about it is the devs are very hands-off. There isn't a ton of content that comes out for it. They'll periodically release new ships and stuff and, you know, some graphical updates and stuff, but the game is entirely driven by what the players do. Like, you know, the economy, territories, factions, and the devs do not give a fuck unless you've exploited a bug or something. Like, they will never intervene. You can get scammed, you can get conned, you can go and kill, whatever. They don't care if you have not exploited any bugs. So um, there's been some pretty crazy things that happened in the metagame and, like, the politics of the game, which are they show up on the internet. I, I actually encourage you guys to actually go and look up some of them and just read up on them because they're actually pretty impressive. So this particular one um, happened very recently. Like, it got published, like, a day ago, but it only took a couple of, like, a couple of months for the whole thing to happen. But they have a group called the CSM. I forget what the full acronym stands for, but it's a group of players that regularly meet with the developers to talk about, like, the metagame, what's going on in the universe, just so the developers can, you know, keep up to speed. And 
one of the players on on this group was, you know, a big high-ranking member of an alliance. And he pretty much had the keys to, like, a fortress and, like, the alliance coffers for all the money that the alliance of, like, thousands of players had. And he was a member of this council. Um, There was another player from another big alliance that was, you know, in this council as well. And over time and intelligence gathering and talking to people in social engineering, this guy from the other alliance realized that the character, the judge, who's on the CSM, is possibly someone that they can turn and say, hey, come join us. So while they're at dinner with the developers who are, like, working out there at dinner with a couple of them, the guy who wants to turn, he goes, before, you know, the judge, who was the guy who turned, shows up, he's just like, hey, um... You want to see, he was new to the dev team. He's like, you want to see kind of how some of the stuff in the meta happens and how we work stuff out. They're literally at dinner talking about stuff, a glass of wine, whatever, you know, they're drinking. And they bring up, hey, you know, I know you've been kind of dissatisfied with how things are going over the Alliance. Why don't you come over? And, you know, the judge, the guy who's like, you know, managing us, he knew, kind of knew this was coming from this dinner and thought about it and he worked out all the details and stuff. And literally over that dinner, they decided, you know what? Yeah, we'll do it. And he comes back, publishes something online, and ends up taking the alliance for $1.5 trillion of in-game currency and steals their key. Like, he has the keys to their fortress base, and he just takes it. Um, the currency alone was worth, like, $20,000 plus in the game. And that fortress oh, is, huge. like, months and months yeah, and yeah. months of effort from, like, hundreds of players. And because they, <laughs> because they politically turned him and said, "Hey, come over to us." You just went over the new with all of that stuff, you know. And you know the valuable lesson: don't like necessarily give everyone all of that access. You know what? But I, I kind of like, like that's that. cool. I, I know exactly. Like that. Yeah, because that's why I love watching it. It adds to how real the game is. It's Absolutely. like people wonder. You know, people you, wonder why Eve stays relevant. It's shit like this. That's yeah, why. it's yeah, like yeah. you know, maybe the maybe people should have had better relationships with this guy. Maybe there should have been some fail safes. These are all. It just there's the real life and then the yeah. digital life, and I think that that's. I mean, it sucks that 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 you know he got turned to the dark side, but it's like it's like a video game, man. You know, sometimes yeah. people it, it, it's like watching a movie where where the twist happens. You're like, oh no, and, and the now how like, cool is it that all these the people like, now yeah, can fun. get together? And 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 fight the rebellion. They could be like, they'd be like, you know what? Well, then they took us out. Let's rebuild a ship that's even bigger, and let's go after them, and let's go take them for all their worth. And again, and how cool of a storyline is that? This is probably going to start a I like war. That. I love it's that. Going to start a war. So hey, that's now awesome. the devs were totally cool with it until one player in like one of the other high ranking players. He literally he put a death threat and like other things in like alliance chat publicly saying, hey. You know, you better type while you still can, while you still have your hands. I'm coming for you. you know, and he added an address and stuff, and devs were like, all right, yeah, that's the line, bro. You're banned. Yeah, like, they're like, we they're found like, the line. Little, this is like, and so, the, like, again, yeah. the devs were like, you know what? This is all within the confines of the game. Like, this can happen. You know, because people were like, oh, you can't do that. No, devs were like, legitimately happened. And the, and, and the people were ready. Like, yeah, this literally happened over dinner for, or like, the CSM, like, the Stellar Council meeting or whatever. Nice dinner, round of golf. Yeah. Yeah, they're strippers. just like chatting. They're chatting. Boom. Next thing you know, you're Close out 20,000. Get fucked. <laughs> hey, I think that's cool. It's big. I got nothing to add it's to similar. it. I think it's cool. Yeah. No, yeah. it's cool. I mean, every time something like this happens, it's major. There was like another one where that's somebody subverted like an entire organization yeah. in a in a 
because like this was the last thing that happened. I think it was last year where somebody um uh it was like this guy built it a wasn't bank pirates from scratch anything, and then took all the money. But no, somebody somebody uh got wiped out or they kept camping this one person oh, over yeah. and over again and then he infiltrated this clan. <laughs> and I mean this is deep. He worked been- this shit for 6 to 9 months and climbed his way up to the very top of this organization and then liquidated everything and destroyed every yes. ship in the entire yes. and said get fucked yes <laughs> the, yes it was amazing I, that's said, the thing remember I me <laughs> said remember me guys get fucked i came for you it me <laughs> gg bitches i, 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 got, I read oh, this yeah, article i'm like i kind of want to start playing eve again but then it, you know no. Eve is the problem with Eve is it's your it's second just, life. You can't. Yeah, you it's can't like it's a long burn. Yeah, it's you're in it. You're in it. If for you the can long, get uh, into the meta and you get into the social aspect of it, fantastic game. If you're just looking to play the game as the game, yeah, you're not getting very far. So uh, there's no real segue for this, but Nintendo has finally clarified the stocking situation for the SNES Mini and apparently even the the NES. Mini, which they're bringing back into production 2018. Uh, uh, but the. That. Yeah, but yeah, so SNES, SNES Mini, though, they're urging. Reggie came out. Reggie came out with his, his slick down hair and his, his dad bod and said, Guys, don't buy these for $4 million on eBay because we're going to have stock. It's going to happen. Relax. Just don't spend more than $80 on this box, please. We've figured it out. Uh, and so hopefully Reggie's not wrong. Hopefully that is actually the case. It's not going to stop people. They're still going to totally go out and buy this shit on eBay and everything else, but it would be nice to see Nintendo have stock appropriately for an, you know, for a reasonable amount of time so that people didn't feel like they had to rush out to beat the scalpers buying six, seven, eight consoles and then turning them for sick profits on on eBay and every other secondary market. Uh, and at the same token, not that there's too much to talk about that, I think that's just thumbs up all around that that's happening. Like, yay, yep. good job, as Nintendo. As long as promising stock, I'm good. Is uh, that Nintendo event thing that happened the other day, loads of information about all sorts of stuff, and it looks like we're getting more devs showing up to the to the playing field for the Switch to bring some more games to the console. And of course, we're also hitting the Switch's stride where the first-party titles are finally on the horizon. We can see them. They're coming. Uh, and perhaps most importantly, Mario has nipples. Ooh. He's also not a plumber. That was confirmed. Yeah, apparently not a plumber and not Italian. There wasn't a hair. There is not a hair on Mario's chest. There's not. Have you seen this, Jeff? No, I, I feel lied to. Okay, lied to. so the internet blew up about it for about nine hours the other day because uh, Mario was pictured in swimming trunks running along a beach level and just oh, nipples ablazing. Uh. <laughs> and so the internet was all like in this this like they're just loving it. There, people were running with it. I think it's it. cool. Uh, I think it. I think it, I think it is. I think it, it looks is. It's great. Hilarious. And he's not like ripped or yeah. anything. Like he looks like no. like what Mario would look like. He's got that Mario bod, bro. Yeah. The Mario for how, how to be amazing like totally though would have been, yeah, if he was just jacked. Dude, that's now gonna be that's now gonna be like a Halloween costume this year. Like people are just gonna wear that hat and the shorts and no shirt and just and just, just have no the Mario shirt. bod. Mario, 
Mario bod. Dad M-bod. bod Mario. Yep. Oh, I think it the looks M-bod. cool. I think it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm just surprised not I guess, plumber. Yeah, so what was the deal with that? What the hell was up they with that? They apparently came out and said he's not a plumber, and I'm like, this is like ruining like 20 years of Mario lore. Like, how does he make a living in this real world then? Is he like, like, is he just like on drugs all the time now? Is that what we're actually seeing? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Nintendo we'll came out said, yeah, he's not a plumber. Is. I'm I'm okay with that. That's, I never really, yeah. I don't really care about his occupation. I'm there to jump around with Mario. Like, jump around, go into some pipes. Yeah, just do whatever. I mean, it would have made way more sense if he was a plumber. Yeah. Didn't they play him off as a plumber even in the TV shows back in the yeah. 90s and shit? Like, yeah. The, yeah. that was the whole... Man. They missed the boat on letting everyone know he wasn't a plumber a long time. Yeah. They needed to be on that shit ages ago. Missed opportunities. Uh, one last uh, little quick thing. Um, the uh, iPhone event thing happened and then around the same time that that stuff was happening of course Google was like hey the pixel thing is pixel 2 is also around the corner um do they come out around the same window roughly like, is um, that like Google's announcing in like a week or so and I think their availability oh, okay. is before like around November as well like I know the iPhone 8 is what coming out like in the next couple of days and the X is like in a month yeah yeah, yeah so I don't know yeah. I was um, uh on the iPhone X, I was I'm like I'm excited about the processing power on it. It's insane, and and that's yeah, about it's pretty it. Crazy. Like I'm not a fan of Face ID and stuff. Like I think it's stupid to not have a fingerprint sensor. I get that. I get why people are gonna be like, oh, it's amazing. I can just look at it. But I'm like sitting there. I'm like, fingerprint sensor is pretty damn good. Simply because my phone comes out of my pocket, it's unlocked. And it's on before it, yeah. it's unlocked and on before I even look at it. Well, I will like, say, yeah. I will say, I would prefer to have the face recognition because it's 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 not as easy to crack for one, uh, and for two, how many times have I been on my motorcycle? Have I been out snow blowing, having gloves on, and I can't I'm click the button because it doesn't both. read my snow? So all you need to do is pick up the phone and look at it, and it, it'll turn on. I mean, how convenient is that? I mean, that's about as convenient well, I'm as down it gets. For- I'm down for both, like having both, but not having one or the other is kind of eh. The other issue with it, and that was what happened during the demo. They actually came out and said what happened during the demo. The reason it didn't work is because a bunch of people were handling the phone beforehand, and they were all looking at the phone was trying to ID them. Yep. And it's just like the lockout thing. I'm like, so yeah. So effectively, if you've got like a bunch of kids or whatever, and your phone's just sitting around at home, and people are even just like remotely looking at your phone, it's like trying to ID them. People and are so... That- protective over their phones that I don't think yeah. that's going to be much of an issue for anybody. I mean, you don't even pick up somebody else's phone, let alone you know, having 15 different uh, people uh, trying to do yeah, face recognition uh, or whatever. The things I had the the more issue stuff I had with with it is uh, not even issues, just confused is the the way expensive. in which you use it to do anything. Yeah. So, Apple just developed like the greatest 3D screen technology over the course of the last five or so years and have this pressure sensor perfect fucking screen and then they decide to change the entire UX UI design language for people to use it that completely contradicts almost everything that 
that even the iPhone 8 does. So we don't have the home button anymore. And the home button is now swipe up. Well, swipe up on, on the iPhone 8 and every other phone that came before it is a totally different screen. And then they've got top right does one menu, top left does a totally different menu. If you scroll, if you scroll from somewhere at the middle in one or the other direction, it's a different thing. And I don't understand why, because a home button could have just been pressing where you have to start the swipe at the bottom with a hard press like they have for everything else. You don't actually else. need a button. No, it doesn't need to be there. They spent all this time and you know developing that screen technology, and now they're throwing that out and and changing it. So when people change over, they've got to relearn everything when they could have just left it as the home button at the bottom with a hard press and it's done. So I uh, like not that that's the end of the world, but it just confused me because they they show the eight and the X at the same time, and you see people navigating both and they're so wildly different and then i guess they want i mean that's what they want right they they don't they they need to differentiate in some way and they if if everything is virtually the whole thing being a screen is differentiation more more than anything i guess but you know it's it's one of those things where if you have two different phones and one's substantially more expensive than the other you gotta you gotta try and introduce as many new technologies you can whether it's redundant or not you got to you got to change it up and i don't think there's anything wrong with it and the amount of time we spend on our phones you're going to have that thing mastered and by the end of the day it's like you know it'll be annoying at the start it's like any other update you get a windows update everything changes you're like this is fucking stupid and then a week later you realize that it's infinitely better than what it was before it's infinitely more more uh uh convenient and and faster and it's just that's how it is nobody likes change i mean we could sit here and nitpick uh all day about different software and things that change nobody likes it but you know i i think that it's it's a good thing when you have and you're pretty much releasing two phones at the same time you want one to be different than the other if they both work the same you're like why am i getting this for a processor i can't see like you know it, it's it's just i think it's well i mean i think it's a good i think it's a good um it's a good play <laughs> There's a hell of a lot more going on there than than just going from uh, a long press, like a, a long hard press, to, to a gesture in terms of differentiation between those two phones. I mean, the list is is pretty substantial. Not to mention just how much nicer the phone looks versus the eight with the bezels the size. Well, the of, eight of was the Toyota. eight was just an evolution of a design, and for the X, they're trying to do a revolution of some kind. I'm not sure what they yeah. were quite aiming for with it. They threw a lot of stuff at it. Um, the thing that bugged me um, more than the face ID was probably the camera. Again, for everyone else and ninety percent, ninety nine percent of people, camera's going to be fine. Um, I just, I'm just get, I feel like they're getting to the point where they're just adding in all these like gimmicky filters and crap. That's not. Really yeah, but aren't they doing four K sixty on this on this camera? Like some crazy shit. Four K sixty. Did I hear that? I looked at it and I was just like. Which oh, is bonkers like, for yeah. a phone. I mean, it's silly. I I, yeah, I would be interested uh, to see how at that good point. it even looks. Yeah, like um, yeah. the big thing that bugged me was the whole portrait lighting thing. I get it's a filter, but it's just like this is like bullshit. Well, that the thing the can't thing is, happen. yeah, the the thing is that that's that's exactly what it's used for. It's like selfies are are it's it, it's its own. Yep thing it's everywhere and so the 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 more varied and and better looking you can make a selfie it's like it's like smitty the other day was saying you know he's up on that tinder smash game and he said every time he went out for a date the the phones are making girls look so much better now that by the time you see them in person (laughs) they look like two totally different human beings and it's It's true was i drunk when i looked at this picture 
It's like Apple just keeps adding more and more shit, and pretty soon everyone's going to look like a yeah. fucking supermodel that went to a friggin' uh, you know headshot thing for for you know for sending off to directors to get parts, and everything's just going to look friggin' perfect, uh, and it's going to be crazy. So yeah, funny, I agree. Me and a couple but, of my photographer friends actually were talking about it at work while we were going, and we're looking at them, um, and we're looking at some of the pictures like, yeah, that lighting is physically not possible to do. Like and they're saying they use AI to process the shit. Yeah, no, you can't. Like the the catch light on the bottom of the. Yeah, like, but you guys, you guys are a little jaded. Stick up your ass, fucking photographer. No, I don't give a fuck. Don't, don't, oh. no, don't. No, I'm talking about I don't panic. Give a fuck. Who gives a shit? It's just, a, it's just a filter feature. Who's it hurting? It's gonna make some girl that take fifty selfies feel good about one of feel them. Feel good. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's just an extra feature. Uh. Who cares oh, really, if it's impossible really, or not? Really, I don't give a fuck about anything care. about the phone other than the fact that it costs way more money than anyone yeah. should, I, in my opinion, should ever spend on a phone. And I know you can apply that. I've talked about this in PubG. Well, I completely spend too agree much. with Jeff's opinion. People if you spend want to too spend much the money, money on, the phone, on go their for cereal. It. It's whatever. But for me, I, I mean, I spend a lot of money on tech in general. Computers, TVs, audio equipment. I love tech. I love it to death. And I, I can't, I can't put myself in a position where, uh, where a thousand, the starting at a thousand US does not even, that's not even the peak that's starting at a thousand US dollars for a cell phone in a market where the culture is to swap your phone once every, every two years just blows my mind. I know people are going to do it and it doesn't really matter. But it's it's like it's a it's a it's a hundred bucks a month. It's not it's like crazy. the end of the world. I mean, I've spent more money on fucking the world's dumbest shit, and <laughs> to have a phone that I that I use all day every day, and Jeff, to be I need part, to, know to be part what of you all that. Classify as the world's dumbest shit. Like well, I, I, mean, I, I need an example. <laughs> I mean, I went to a strip club and spent a couple thousand dollars. You know, all right, like what what is it? What 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 it? Okay, well yeah, that's fair ball. That was pretty stupid. Yeah, it's it's pretty stupid. <laughs> but I had a fucking awesome time. Yeah, you, had a you good know, time. I, I, it's the memories of it. It's hanging with the boys. It's it's all that stuff. And with the phone, yeah, like, you take it everywhere with you. So you know, and, and it's Jeff. And, like and, the phone and part of the culture. Stuff. Yeah. It's also it. You walk down the street and you take your phone out and and it's like a conversation. It's like what people talk about instead of saying how's the weather. It's like oh, you got the new iPhone. It's just part of the way things are it's how we've changed we're we're in a society where we are literally glued to our phones 24 7 can you not blame a company for taking advantage of that and especially when apple fanboys are gonna oh, just open their wallets apple. and just throw it oh, out no. there all the time i'm not i'm not blaming apple apple you know, if you apple can spend, could charge if you can spend a thousand dollars on a on a, on a sound bar you know why can't someone spend a thousand dollars on a cell phone, and you better be damn right that they're going to use that phone a lot more than what you use a soundbar, or to spend a thousand dollars on a microphone, or or a microphone and a mixer, or a fucking cloud thingy, and this and that, and this and that, and that and this. Who cares how people spend their money? They work for it. If they're if they're going to spend I, it, they're going to spend it. I don't. I don't see. I'm not saying there's a problem with it. I'm just seeing the, uh, saying, saying you, that you I don't know how to wrap imagine. your head around it. I can't ma imagine doing that. Personally, I can't imagine it. That's not saying that I have a problem. Dude, the fucking it, it, overseas, they're fucking dumping sand into the ocean to make a fucking map of the world in sand for rich people to buy. I don't give a fuck. 
about what people do with their money. I'm just saying I can't personally wrap my head, just like I couldn't wrap my uh, my head around wanting to buy a Bugatti Varen. Like, why would you ever so much money that you could do other things with personally? I couldn't imagine wanting to go and buy a fucking Bugatti Varen. Same idea. This with the phone, everyone has a line where they're like, "Well, what the fuck?" But it's funny. It's, line, it's funny that you can't. It's funny that you can't figure. You can't understand why people would do it when. You know, it's it's almost like saying I, I don't understand why why people want to make an argument about wanting to drop an N bomb or not. Seeing as how how addicted the culture, how 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 our world works, and how social media works, and and how and how niche and how you spend your money in such niche markets that people legitimately sure. couldn't understand yes. how you could yes. spend money on the most and, and, on the most ridiculous and, thing, not something that I everybody uses. And I understand that they, I don't give a fuck what everyone does. I don't give a shit. That's Just right. like they don't care if I buy a fucking $400 Chinese phone. Nope. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't give a shit. I, I understand that when I go to somebody and I said, hey, I just went out and bought this this new interface and it's blowing my mind and they say how much was it and I tell them and they're like that's fucking crazy I don't understand why you would spend that much money on that specific thing and I go yeah I enjoy it it's my thing yeah and I get but I get why they wouldn't understand it because everyone's got a totally different level for what they spend on different things there are people that go out and spend loads of money on say sound equipment but they won't spend more than Apple iPod fucking earbuds to plug into the sound equipment like everyone has weird lines for everything that they do, and 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 it, yeah, I just you know, what my so, argument was is I don't understand how you don't understand why someone would spend a thousand dollars on a phone when they are on it all the time and how ingrained it is with sure. everything on on every oh, level. Like yeah, I, but I mean I'm on my phone all the time too, but it's a different it's a different thing. Like I have everyone has. Yeah, a I'm different, not I'm, I'm not talking whatever. I'm not talking about what you do. I'm just saying I don't know understand how you don't understand why people would want to spend that much money on a phone. That's it. <laughs> You know, that's it. I think it's self-explanatory well, like, why people like would. you. Like, but again, but again, like you don't understand why I was spending all this money on audio I do understand equipment. because you enjoy the fuck out of it. I do. I do understand it. I'm just making the comparison. I never once told you. You know, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're you're insane. Dude, I spend actually, money. You have said that about well, my you, are, audio you actually are times. pretty insane about it. <laughs> see, but see, yeah, see. but I, but I don't. But I don't go. Oh, I would never. Dude, I have a sixteen hundred dollar microphone. What do you mean? Yeah. It's probably worth more than three quarters of your shit. So, I don't understand you know, why you guys don't understand is. why you're not understanding what we're understanding here. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's not. It's not. Jeff, and Jeff, it's a. It's a figure of speech. It's not that I literally don't understand. Like I'm listening okay. to someone speak a foreign well, language. Well, that's what. I, well, that's what I thought you were saying. Like, come on, I'm not. I'm not physically incapable of understanding someone's enjoyment of something. That's that's I'm a, a little silly. But I'm just saying that is that. Understand. That is a yeah. That's gonna. I'm gonna well, call the title for, of this podcast. Thank you for clarifying that for me. Understanding, but the, you know, it's it's just that it's just that I'm I'm saying personally that it's beyond my my line. My line okay. is well. That's a little bit it. of a different phrase and wording. So now I get your point of view. <laughs> but yes, it is. It's a lot. The Google Pixel too. I have no idea what the stats on that phone is. I've no idea. Does anyone know anything yet? Um, they haven't announced much. My biggest concern is that Google is doing what Google does and what Android does is that they're fragmenting the shit out of their stuff. And again, I don't. I, I was saying this in chat while you guys were talking about OMG. I actually don't like Android and I don't like Apple. I liked Windows Phone because it was a coherent experience and it did what I wanted it to do. Android is the closest to being customizable to do what I want to do. That's the only reason I use it. 
Um, but Google, with their Pixel lineup, apparently in brilliant form, um, they've handed the large format Pixel 2 XL to LG to build, and then they've handed the regular Pixel 2 to HTC. So you've got what? two different phones coming out where <laughs> the um, XL is going to be like the newer modern one, and the Pixel 2 is going to be kind of an evolution of what HTC already did. So I'm kind of just like... Weird. I'm like, the XL looks sexy, but I need to hear more about it. I just want to know what Android Does, is okay, going to be doing this pictures. time around. Oh, I um, on the article did I put they, on there, they have the um, they have pictures did, of the... Re- okay. For the did XL. they keep the massive ass friggin' bezels that the Pixel had last time? Because it was the ugliest phone I've ever seen. Okay, no, they didn't. They got rid of them. Okay, thank God. Um, that was not hurting, on the regular that was one. Unit. Not on the regular one. On the big one, they did. Okay, well, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, but I was just was like, the Google, phone. I'm like, I'm like, Google, you guys had home runs with the Nexus phones. All your Nexus phones were fire, but these Pixels are kind of like, eh. It's a really, Android's gotten really weird. Like, yeah. people just keep telling everyone, look, we just want stock Android. Stop trying to force all this extracurricular activity crap on top of it. Just give us a phone with reasonable specs that and I can stock pick what Android, I want to run, and that's it. And and that's it. Like, how complicated is that? And for some reason, it is the most difficult thing for companies to understand. I'll pick the Samsung's launcher the I want, I'll pick it. the apps I want, and let me go with it. Oh, yeah. The, the Samsung's by far the worst. Like, when you oh, get yeah, a Samsung, Samsung phone right now, you open the phone for the first time, you have all of Google's apps, and then you have a, a duplicate of that exact app, but the Samsung version that you can't uninstall. So your app drawer is like miles long just because you have six calculators, three calendars, fucking (laughs) through two different music apps. The Note 7 exploding was the greatest thing to happen to me because I was waiting (laughs) to get one and then they were exploding so I couldn't. So I picked up like the LG large format phone and LG kind of got it. They replaced the apps, you know, with some of their own stuff, but it's functionally, you know, normal Android, and then I was able to just put over whatever I wanted on it, and it's a good phone. So I'm like, all right, I'll give some other manufacturers a try. I'm like, I don't need you guys to differentiate too much. Like, I need processing power, and I need the phone to be stable. That's all I'm asking you for. I'll figure out the apps for the rest of it. Yeah, Android got really, really muddy. Yeah. Like, it started out with such great, like, promise, and, yeah. and we're, we're, we're out of the dark ages of Android, thankfully. There was, like, this three-, four-year period where it was a complete gong show. But when, when they made it open source, people took that with a little bit too much liberty and, and just ran a little too wild with it. And thankfully, everyone but Samsung has clawed back on that dramatically and hopefully that's kind of the trend that that continues because some pretty stylish phones coming out like the essential the phone looks amazing they're having mm, some software it's overpriced for what it is yeah but the phone looks amazing so like i'm hoping we get more like boutique style phones like that that are interesting you know good quality and i kind of want to see android go in that direction i want those types of phones you know because like jeff said a lot of our society revolves around the phone um, if you walk in with something like an essential, it's got some pretty striking colors and stuff, you know, it's a conversation piece. You can talk about it, you know, and kind of go from there. So, you know, I'm hoping we get more interesting designs rather than kind of like the Uber industrial just slab stuff we've been getting. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it will happen. I'm sure it will happen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for uh, this segment. We're going to go to break real quick, come back with um, not a lot of, uh, you know what, actually, 
Do we really need to go to break? There's not no. a lot of movie and TV no. stuff to talk we about. Have stuff to so do we after can just anyway, so let's just keep it going. Yeah, so let's just let's just roll in the various cuz we don't really have that much on the other side of this break anyway if we took one. So, um as far as the, the TV and movie stuff goes, not a lot happened in the last in the last week. Um the major thing here that Panic has and I did I did see this crop up in my timeline as well is that apparently Hollywood is salty about Rotten Tomatoes and is convinced that they are uh, responsible in large part to a lot of the flops that are going on. But didn't a, wasn't there a study that came up that showed that that wasn't the case at all? Um, like, didn't that happen inside of like 24 hours of this story breaking? Yeah, they came out and said that, you know, there's not really a correlation. You know, there is kind of a correlation, but at the same time, like word of mouth and other forms like were causing it too. like they, they did a study where they just asked a bunch of people. Oh, so, you know, these are movies. Why did you decide not oh. to go see it? And they yeah. asked about various reasons and ways. So people were just like, oh, yeah, no, my friend told me it was shit and stuff like that, as opposed to, oh, yeah, no, Rotten Tomatoes is like that. Well, I, I, I think I personally think they do influence. Uh, I, I agree. Um. And it's been shown time and time again. And the problem is, is a lot of the time these Rotten Tomato guys are artsy-fartsy, stuck-up critics that have their own agenda. And sometimes they surprise me. You know, they'll they'll say a movie is great that is actually great, and it's a generic movie that surprises them, and it's wonderful— there's and a these lot are of guys times... that are getting screenings early too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, yeah. so the way the way Rotten Tomatoes sets it up is you have to if you're going to be they have two categories they have the audience reviews and then the critic reviews. The critic reviews are the ones you see before the movie launches. Those are the ones available. You oh, have to okay. have, you have to have been a published critic, like you have to have done you movie have to be reviews Rotten Tomato like certified. Whole, yeah, you have to have done like and they have like a whole huge list of like you know, blogs and publications that they'll say you, if you work for these and you have proof, you're you're certified. Um, and then after that, once the movie goes, then they'll take in the audience reviews, and then the audience reviews also start showing up. Um, so they kind of um, they do it on a twofold way. And I 100% agree with Jeff that it does influence the behavior. And at times, critics are you know kind of stupidly critical about things, you know, for like some stuff, like summer blockbusters, it'll be like the movie is shit or whatnot. And Jeff, I'm curious how you take the reviews also. Like for me personally, um, Rotten Tomatoes is explicitly the reason why I did not go see Baywatch, why I did not go see Hitman's Bodyguard. But I didn't make that decision on the day the movie launched. I waited a couple of days and I saw what the audience reviews were coming in. And I saw that number. I'm like, hey, man, if you can't even break a 60 on the audience reviews, I'm not going to waste my time. So I'm yeah, kind of I mean, curious if that impacts you. I mean, I usually go see all movies regardless, unless I really, like, I just, I'm not interested at all, or I hear such bad things that I'm like, okay. Um, but usually if there's a movie that some are liking it, some aren't, some are loving it, some are hating it, and I kind of want to go see it, I'm going to go and be my own judge, because I think that's what we should do anyway. It's almost like somebody listening to music and going, well, that was a stupid album, but there may be tracks on there that you just really resonate to. So, but I agree. I think um, Rotten Tomatoes ha- actually has a huge impact on on the decision making of people going to the to the movie theater. And also, 
it's funny would that you that say that's the cause of. Uh, would you say it's the cause? I think it's a part of the cause. movie being a flop, or if I think it's it, more Hollywood's responsibility to kind of produce better I movies. I think it's a partial cause. I mean, um, there has been movies like um, Live Die Repeat with Tom Cruise that didn't That's really have a tomorrow, whole lot. Right? Edge of Tomorrow. It didn't have a whole Did lot. They changed of, the uh, name. Yeah, they they changed it. So um, they the the thing is is. When that movie came out, it wasn't really. They didn't have a big ad campaign. It was kind of like it was Tom Cruise. They expected Tom Cruise to just bring flocks of people in, like people like follow what Tom Cruise is doing. And there was commercials and stuff, but it was also a new IP. Like nobody heard about this. And but when when the movie came out, and then when Rotten Tomatoes and critics started getting hold of it, and there was some really good press, people started going to see the movie because it got such good press um it also works the other way around there has been plenty of horror movies that i've seen that has gotten really really bad reviews that i actually enjoyed that i thought was scary because i really like the genre i mean you take a look at annabelle creation which has a 68 percent on rotten tomatoes which is it which is a good it's a good score for a horror movie on rotten tomatoes but me personally i i think that movie deserves to be in the high eighties, low nineties, um, if I was if I was uh, rating the movie, now they take like a collective, you know, it's either it hits a certain percentage and then it's fresh, or if it's below a certain percentage, then it's rotten, and it kind of pools all them together. So the percentages is more of just the percentage of critics that are doing. It's not yeah. really a number out of a hundred. So a lot of people think that it's like oh, sixty eight means it's it's. It's 68% out of 100 on a scale of good. It means that 68% of the critics gave it a positive review. Now, that positive review could mean borderline positive, as in like, like, you know what, like a 51 out of 100. And then some of them could be 100, like a perfect movie. So that's where it becomes a little uh, convoluted. And that's why when people go into the movie theater and they see a movie that is at 70%, and they go see it, but it's super average. They go, well, why was why was it seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes? It's well because that seventy percent might have actually been just above the bar, where it's like it fell below expectations, but it didn't surpass expectations. And there was other problems. The reason why I think and I know that it has an impact is because when a movie does horribly, you look at a Valerian, for example. Valerian was a huge flop, massive flop. And Valerian I'm gonna tell you and right Baywatch now, were the ones they said Rotten Tomatoes killed. Valerian was awesome. I loved it. I saw it twice in theater, and I haven't seen a movie twice in theater since Deadpool. And then before that, the um, uh, that that old like Roman type movie. Um, what? I, I for I no no no. Um, the Immortals or something that. like that. Ah. Immortals or some shit. So there is very, very few movies I go see twice in a movie theater. I mean, it was what I loved about Valerian. It was so unique. It was like it was what I wanted in Star Wars for them to really push the envelope. There was so much great technology. I loved it. But it got fucking slammed on on uh, Rotten Tomatoes because a lot of people have stick up their asses. It wasn't a perfect movie. It took elements from a bunch of different movies and kind of mingled it into one. They didn't like the lead actor, and so that ruined it for them. The The way it is, if I went, if I, if I listened to Rotten Tomatoes and I didn't go see Valerian. Or not. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, it's funny that Hollywood would complain about this in any way because they're the first ones that will put up in the trailer that we've got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes or we've got 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. You'll see that slapped all over the place. That's like the that that yeah. that 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 drive movie, you know, the, you know you know that, that that recent one with with the with Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Man, yeah. they fucking hammed that up the shit. They were, you know, Baby Driver wasn't really a Hollywood movie, but it was still at that level of like they wanted to make a splash in the box office. So they slapped the shit all over the place. Right. So I don't understand how they can complain, but yet benefit from it because they do. Listen, if if a movie is artsy fartsy and it and the critics love it, it is going to do much better in the box office because of that Rotten Tomato score. People are going to yep. go see the movie because of the Rotten Tomato score. In fact, if everybody's being honest and you're really into the movie scene. And you and there's two opening movies or you didn't go to the movies last week or the last three weeks and you've got to make a decision. Am I going to go see it? Am I going to go see the Hitman's Bodyguard or am I going to go see Annabelle Creation or am I going to go see Dunkirk? Right. You're going to check you're, those you're, numbers. You're, you're in all those. You're going to go to Rotten Tomatoes and you're going to look at that tomato sign. And oh, unless yeah. you are extremely biased and you you absolutely love like Ryan Reynolds and you cannot like you need to go see a movie, your chances are you're going to go and watch the one that has the highest Rotten Tomato. Now, if they're all kind of in the same vicinity, as in like there's a 68, there's a 62, there's a 71, well, maybe the 71 won't take it. Maybe your bias, the one that you kind of wanted to go see more than the others, you'll go and see it because it's relatively the same. But if you go and look at Dunkirk, that has a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes, Kinda and you look at the other you. ones, it makes your decision for you. So for somebody to say that Rotten Tomatoes doesn't We're in a influence. very feedback-centric thing. Like, we we do almost everything now. We're, like, looking, hey, what does the internet think about this? Like, it's a very exactly. strong ingrained in our culture. We, like, it's instant al- gratification. We can figure it out. I mean, you work we on Wall Street. It's almost yeah. like if, if if the press comes out and, and there's a bad – that's just, like, in cryptocurrencies yeah. right now with, with China uh, China banning uh, ICOs and, and looking yeah. to ban uh, exchanges, you go – well, when 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 the media starts sending that out, it, the the market crashes. There's a dip because yeah. people are scared. They listen to what uh, what the experts have to say, and it's just influence. You know, we're influencers. That's just how it is. People are going to go. That's why they go to those places. They wanna they wanna see what your opinion is on it. Now, will that be the ultimate deciding factor for some? Yes, for many. It'll play a factor in your decision making. And if you're on the fence to begin with, and that is a negative, if it's if it's rotten, chances are you're not going to go see it or you'll wait till oh, yeah. it hits Netflix. When did like uh, Rotten Tomatoes has been around for a really long oh, time, yeah. like a super long Fandango time. Fandango actually owns them now. And, and you mm-hmm. want to know, this is the this is the funny thing, right, about Hollywood blaming Rotten Tomatoes. A whole slew of film studios own like seventy five percent of Rotten Tomatoes through Fandango. Mm-hmm. Like they, mm-hmm. act- it's, <laughs> well, I mean, my question, my question was going to be, you know, Rotten Tomatoes has been around for a really long time. Um, when when was like the breaking point? Because I mean, Rotten Tomatoes wasn't Recently. the only movie review website that was around at the same era that they cropped up. I mean, there were yeah. several. But well, when did Rotten Tomatoes suddenly take over? Because I feel like I've heard more about Rotten Tomatoes in the last maybe two years 
than I have well, ever before. So they got what bought out by Fandango. They got they kind of got bought out by Fandango, not entirely. They're still very independent, but Fandango and like those sites now yep. put the score exactly next to the movie when you're buying your tickets. Tickets. Yeah, so like now they've done a really good so job at change. marketing the the site. Like before Rotten yeah. Tomatoes was all about the people on the inn. So if you were like Panic or I that is super into movies, that did a lot of research, that'll know directors and producers and who's doing soundtracks and, and rumors and all this other stuff, we were already on the site. Like we we knew we we know we would just all go to read this. it because we would just yeah, of go. Course, but I mean like the, the general but, public. But for the yeah. general public in the last like two years it has really blown up, and it's mainly because of Fandango where they, they have it everywhere. Like, if I go on my Cineplex app right now and I go and buy a movie, or like a movie ticket, I can the see score, the scores. Like the icon. You can actually see the scores. So you're going, I mean, if you want to go and have a spontaneous date night, like, you know, uh, I, I would say Adam is a little bit more above than the super casual that'll go to the movie theaters and it's probably mainly because you're woman right she'll probably want to go see a movie and you're like all right fuck i'll go see a movie and we'll go and we'll go see a movie you know if that wasn't the case then adam would be the type of guy that would go to the movie theaters once a year maybe twice if they're if it's like you know a star wars or something that like blows his mind you know if Whatever. If Jackie Chan came out with like a big movie you know his fandom would take him to the movie theater. i'm so ready i'm so ready so ready so for those people like you it became it became sort of the norm and all it takes is is that one or two times for you to notice it for it to catch on where yeah, yeah. instead of yeah. you know just asking like your friends you well let's go check rotten tomatoes yeah. Yeah, yeah let's go check rotten tomatoes if you, if you, if you had good experiences with it, you'll keep using it and in oh, general some guy from the new york times gave it a gave it a two thumbs up gave it a gave it a fresh oh i guess you know he must know what he's talking about <laughs> we don't let's have Siskel and Ebert anymore so you know we can't say Siskel and Ebert give it two thumbs up no, get the Rotten exactly. Tomatoes score. Yeah, so that's true. Rotten Tomatoes is really, and, and Rotten Tomatoes has also added a lot to their site. There's a, there's much more reasons to to go to the site now for for a lot of different reasons. Like they do movie news, like like they just change. They do their own articles. Of stuff. They do, and and some of it's actually interesting. And there are some critics on there that I really do trust and that I follow. Uh, I don't read all of them, but I'll typically go through the actual reviews and look for the critics that. Uh, I kind of have the same uh, taste in movies, and I'll get their input on it. I'm going to go yeah, there. That's... I go there anyway, and it's usually for an expectation type thing. It's not really a go or don't go, Jeff, because I'm going to go. I love going to the movies. It's more of what kind of expectations should I go in here with? Should I should I pipe them down some? Should should I get hyped up about this? Should I get the Thursday late show ticket, or can I really wait till Saturday since the podcast is on a Friday? You know, yeah. that sort of thing even though it's Thursdays now at 8 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be it for side A. We're going to move over to side B after uh, a little sellout break uh, and get up, stretch the old legs, get the water, get the blood flowing to the extremities. And uh, we'll be back for uh, answering some of those patron questions. So thank you very much for uh, sticking out and watching so far. For those of you listening on iTunes or on uh, watching this on YouTube, uh, depending on when you're listening to this right now, you might have to wait a uh, a couple of days before you uh, you get that, but if you were patient and waited, then you can already listen. Mm. Mm. We'll be uh, we will be right back for those here live, and so until then, peace. 